welcome to Authentic You Are, the podcast. I believe that you're an amazing, wonderful human being. You're so powerful and you're needed because you're gifted with some uniquely valuable abilities to bless the world with. Authentic You Are is here to give you insights from a real life experience on your journey of creating the most wonderful version of yourself so that you can make the best out of this great, beautiful adventure called life. Hello everyone, I hope you're doing amazing. Thank you so much for choosing to listen to Authentic You Are, to listen to this episode. This episode is about a subject that I had to deal with many times and that I hope I will have to deal with again in the future because it's a very good sign that I am moving forward. I'm not going to tell you the subject yet. I have chosen to start by telling you guys a story. It's a little something that happened to me this summer and that pushed me to go for this episode. I went this year with my family to the north like we always do. It's a little ritual that we have. We go every year and this year we went and spent the vacay and it was time for us to go back and on our way back there were two roads we could take one that takes directly to Tangier and another one that takes to Titwan. That day was extremely cloudy. If you usually go to the north or you are from the north you know that the weather is a little bit fickle and it suddenly changes. I was the one driving and I asked my mom, which road do you want us to take, mom? And she said, the one that takes a Tangier. I'm looking at the sky and it was completely gray. And I remembered taking that road in a taxi in almost the same weather and it was a little bit scary. So I said, mom, the weather is a little bit weird. Let's just take the one that takes a Titwan. It's more safe. And she said, no, just, you can do this. It's going to be okay. Just go. I kept driving. My dad next to me in the passenger seat. My mom and my aunt were talking in the back. Ryan, my little cousin, was laughing. And they all have no idea how scared I was. I got to the mountain. I could feel the road getting steeper and the turns more and more abrupt. I got to the summit of the mountain And at a certain moment, I looked around the car and it was all white. I could hardly see the line in front of me. You know the cut line on the road? You can usually see many parts of it when you're driving. I could hardly see one in front of me. Here I was on the top of that mountain, driving in the blur with a heart beating extremely fast. I was very, very scared. Like, I was scared in roads before, but this one was a whole different story. My heart was beating super fast. Everyone was silent in the car, and I was silently crying and very confused whether to stop or to keep going. At this level, mom felt my stress, and she was like, Aya, just keep going. She told me that, she told me that I could do it and that it was going to be fine. So I looked around me and I saw cars around me slowing down too. Um, this, the fact that the cars around me started slowing down with my mom talking to me really, really helped me calm down. I kept going. The fog started going little by little until it disappeared. I started seeing clearer and clearer. I took a very deep breath of relief. My family and I were safe. We were okay.
This little event was a great reminder to me of how to deal with the fear of the unknown, realizing that this is how life is. This is how we live. No matter how much we think we know, we only live, we only have visibility on the very short term and sometimes not. And this is what this episode is about. It's about the fear of the unknown. It's about everything that comes from this fear and how I learned to deal with it. Um, I get this feeling of fear of the unknown sometimes, just like when I was driving in that blur, afraid to bump into someone or to fall down a cliff or that something really dangerous would happen. My mind goes all the way around thinking of all the possibilities of how things can turn wrong sometimes. And this usually happens to me when big changes occur in my life or when I'm about to make a new big decision or to go for something new that I don't know much about. I'll talk a little bit about fear in general. According to Merriam-Webster, fear is an unpleasant, often strong emotion caused by anticipation or awareness of danger. You know those moments when we're about to start something that we always wanted to do or when we decide to pursue a big dream that we always had or when we are in a relationship but we don't know what's going to happen next. We get this fear of the unknown. What if I waste my time doing this? What if it doesn't work? What if I get rejected? What if I waste my money? What if we split? What if? What if? What if? A lot of what ifs. Fear is a two-edged sword, okay? It's a very powerful negative emotion. I am not going to sit here and say that it's completely bad because it's not, definitely not. Um, it's here and it means that it has, it has good purposes and one of them is keeping us safe. But this powerful emotion can sometimes lead to overthinking. This overthinking can lead to doubt. And according to Merriam-Webster again, doubt is to call into action the truth of to be uncertain. It is also to demonstrate a lack of confidence. It's totally okay to question, okay? As human beings, we have to do this to survive. Like Susan David and Christina Congleton point out in a Harvard Business Review article. They said, all healthy human beings have an inner stream of thoughts and feelings that include, that include criticism, doubt, and fear. That's just our minds doing the job they were designed to do. Trying to anticipate and solve problems and avoid potential pitfalls. End quote. But this doubt, when exceeding its limits, I believe can be extremely detrimental to our lives and decisions. It can keep us from the gifts of trying and moving forward. And without trying, okay, um, nothing is possible. If we follow this doubt, we, we will drown in it. We will stay narrow-minded and limited. We will be prisoners of our own uncertainty. What if I fail? Then fail. At least you tried. What's wrong with failure? Failure is only success and progress, isn't it? What if I get rejected? It's gonna hurt, but you will know that they're not the one for you and you will move on. What if I waste my money? You learned. You will learn. You will never lose anything. You will just pay for a lesson. But the only question we should really ask ourselves when we're in a position like this is, what if I don't try? What if I act on this uncertainty? What if I let it rule my decisions? 
Can you imagine every single time you were afraid of doing something? You gave in to that fear and doubt and didn't decide or decided to not go for it. Baby, just know, okay? Just feel that fear and let it go. I love this quote by William Shakespeare on confidence and courage. Our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good we of might win by fearing to attempt. And Jordan B. Peterson, the Canadian clinical psychologist, author, and professor said this in one of his videos. You want to get your fear behind you where it's pushing you forward instead of in front of you where it's stopping you. And you get your fear behind you pushing you forward by actually thinking through the consequences of not putting your life together and the least of those is that you waste it and then suffer. You're gonna suffer anyways, so you waste it and suffer and it's a bad deal. Because maybe if you're gonna suffer at least by making that decision, you're gonna do something noble and glorious and helpful and difficult and that's so much better and maybe that's good enough so that you think, hey, you know, Little suffering, it's basically worth it. At least it's a way forward. The fear of the unknown and uncertainty are good, but if we don't know how to deal with them, they can keep us from fulfilling our purpose and making things happen in our lives. Just because we're unsure if things are gonna happen, we confuse this uncertainty with impossibility. I believe that nothing is impossible, and this is where the power of belief plays a huge role. Ralph Waldo Emerson said this, we need only in cold blood act as if the thing in question were real and it will become infallibly real by growing into such a connection with our life that it will become real. It will become so knit with habit and emotion that our interest in it will those which characterize belief. And he also said this, do not waste life in doubts and fears. Spend yourself on the work before you, well assured that the right performance of this hour's duties will be the best preparation for the hours and ages that will follow it. End quote. And that's the only way to make it happen. We want to accept the unknown and believe that what we want to achieve is already there for us. And if we keep moving, we will meet it halfway. To know that there is something called the third law of motion and it says that for every action in nature, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So if you put effort into something, there is no single way you can get nothing out of it. It's a natural law, just like the law of gravity. You must have heard this before, but I'd like to remind you that embracing the unknown is taking it as a huge sea of possibilities and opportunities for ourselves, because it is. The unknown equals possibilities. <laughs> One thing I learned and that I know for sure is that we do not have to know everything. It's totally okay not to know everything. We only have to know what we already know in the moment. And I believe that if we get to know the things that we are scared of, life would be extremely lame. Life without the unknown, without mystery, would be one without feeling of excitement, um, joy, disappointment, awe, and surprises. And all those great feelings that make us feel alive, right? 
And I don't want this. Personally, I, I really am good because what's life without feelings? What's life without emotions? So this is the first thing I tell myself when I get this fear of the unknown. I tell myself that the unknown is nothing but surprises. Okay? It's like surprise. <laughs> I love this word, like surprise. It carries a lot of energy. It's so deep. Like surprise, you know? You are in a pitfall. You are not feeling good. And then something happens that makes you feel amazing. Okay? Um, something bad happened to you and you thought that it was bad. But then you're surprised to know that it was good. And it was, it's amazing. And now I'm going to talk to you guys about how I deal with this fear, how I, um, how I, how I get through it, okay, and keep moving forward um, with it. Because you know, guys, this podcast, Authentic You Are, it's about this. I'm not sitting here and telling you what to do or giving you advice on how to live your life. It's not about that. It's about me. Um, sharing some things that I learned and that helped me um, hoping that it will help you too um, and this is my only intention um, so yeah the first thing that I do when I feel any emotion is that I try to be aware of it and notice where I feel it in my body then after being aware I give myself time to feel it um, I, I sit with myself I either sit with myself or go somewhere quiet alone and just feel this emotion and when I'm ready I talk to myself or write about it in my journal and I write for example I feel afraid of the unknown and that's okay when I do this I separate myself from my emotion and now I'm not my emotion anymore I am the one who feels it even with thoughts it's the same thing when we sit and watch our thoughts as they go, we become aware that we are the observers of these thoughts. We are the ones thinking them, and therefore we are not them. Um, and this dissociation with our um, emotions and thoughts gives us power over them to be able to process them properly and then let them go. Emotions are energy and motion, so if we don't give them time to be felt, if we suppress them, they will stay stuck in our bodies and transform into anxiety, stress, or depression over time. Then what I do is that I try to be kind and compassionate to myself, and I validate those emotions. At the beginning, I wasn't so familiar with it, okay? So I tried to think of what I would tell someone that I really care about, like a friend or family member. If they came to me and told me that they felt afraid... Yeah, I'm not generalizing here, but I think that most people are like me. We are usually super hard on ourselves. And what we usually do is that we don't accept our emotions and we therefore invalidate them. Thinking that we should not be having them in that moment of time. And this is wrong. Emotions are signals and messages that tell us there is something wrong going on. They do feel negative, but they're not. They are literally here for us to evolve. So first things first, I try to be aware of my fear, feel it, express it. Then I try to be compassionate to myself and talk to myself about it like I would talk to a friend that I really love. 
This saves me from catastrophizing and from the snowball effects of overthinking and anxiety. <laughs> the second thing that I do is to look for the next right step. Okay? All that I could see on that mountain was not three, four, or five line parts in front of me, but only one. And it was enough for me to move forward. We don't need to know everything or to see many steps ahead. All we need to know now is the next right thing to do. And the next right thing will lead us to the thing after. Just like the great Jalal-Din Rumi, the 13th century Persian poet, theologian, and Sufi known for Rumi said, As you start to walk on the way, the way appears. And there is no way we don't know the next right step. Because every time I didn't know what to do next, my next step was to look for it. And there has always been an answer. I knew that I was going to Kaza from the north, but I had no idea when or how it was going to happen. But it was totally okay because I had destination. And destination gives us guidance, which is the next right step. And in my story, it was the cut line. The third thing that I do is that I think and act in my circle of influence and not my circle of concern. These two terms were popularized by Stephen Covey, who was an American educator, nonfiction best-selling author, businessman, and keynote speaker. One of his most popular books is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. What he said is that there are two circles in our lives. The first one is the circle of concern. This circle contains everything we worry about, like our, like our environment, the mood of people around us, the way people drive, etc. And this list will depend on you as an individual. And as I said, it contains anything that you can do much about, anything that you cannot change. Emotions like anger and the fear of the unknown are part of this circle. The thing is, thinking and acting and focusing on this circle, the circle of concern, or the circle of worry is a huge waste of time and energy for us because no matter how much we try, we cannot do much about it. It's as crazy as talking to a wall and telling it to paint itself instead of just painting it. The other circle is the circle of influence, and it has everything you can do something about, like your health, taking care of your body, eating well, um, training your mind, working on your mental health, on your mindset, learning, um, our reaction to everything that happens to us, uh, for example, is part of this circle. Focusing on this circle can really help us make significant changes and feel less fearful and worried. Picture this, there are two circles, okay? One is within the other. The one in the middle is the circle of influence and the big one, the one that has the circle of influence within is the circle of concern. When we think and act in our circle of influence, which is the circle that has within it everything we can control and change, that circle keeps growing and growing and what happens is that when it grows it fills the big circle which is the circle of concern and therefore it narrows it and now you're proactive and proactive means that you get things done because your focus is on everything you can do 
and not what you cannot do. Therefore, the thoughts that are going to make you feel worried are not there anymore. Or at least they are less than the effective ones. The ones that are going to help you do things and make things happen. So to recap, the third thing to do in order to lessen the fear of the unknown is to focus on the things we can do something about instead of the things that we cannot do anything about. Because our feelings are out of our circle of influence, they are in our circle of concern. But there are so many things we can do, just like I mentioned before, that are in our circle of influence and that can push them out. The fourth thing that I learned, and that is really, really, really important when it comes to this subject, is to make sure that our environment is supportive. On the road, mom kept telling me that it was going to be fine, okay, and that I could do it and stuff like that. And it really helped me a lot to keep moving forward. I was also naturally supported by people with me on the road who were dealing with the same thing. The fact that they felt scared too, okay, made me feel so much better somehow. Another thing that I want to add to this part is that emotions are really contagious. Yes, they are. According to a recent study led by the California Institute of Technology, Caltech, fear is a highly contagious emotion, being strongly influenced by the social context in which it emerges. Therefore, sitting and being around people who feel afraid of the unknown can really make you more fearful yourself. Another thing that I do is reflect on my past successes. And this is God. This is amazing. This really, really, really helps. Whenever I feel afraid of what's coming, and especially when it comes to my career and studies, I reflect on every and each time I was in a situation where I did not have visibility on what I wanted to do next and what happened. For example, when I was in preparatory classes, I felt completely misplaced. Although I was good at maths and physics in high school, and preparatory classes were completely analytical, analytical and containing physics, maths, and engineering science as principal materials, um, it wasn't so me. I've always been creative and into trends, fashion, beauty, and growth. I wondered every single day what I was doing there in preparatory classes and I lived with that fear of the unknown and what's going to happen to me afterwards and it was super hard for me to keep it moving but I did it anyways I had that final exam and I ended up in ESIP and guess what it's the only school in Morocco that has an industrial engineering major with a specialization in product management um and here I was, literally in my element. And this, and this is just an example among many in my background and mini career because I just started working a year ago. <laughs> so I'm not going to call it a career. Um, all of this to tell you that reflecting on the positive things that happened every time we felt afraid of what would happen next is a great thing to do if we can. So when I do this, I remember how much important it is to just do my best and surrender and know that I'm guided. Just like I said in that last episode, we are assisted and guided and we're here on purpose for a purpose and we're walking on a path 
that is greater than us. And that is what I believe. Um, yeah. The last thing I do is that I try to talk to someone that I trust. Okay, like after feeling and doing my best to get through that fear and that and those emotions and that uncertainty, I talk to someone that I trust about it. Whenever I am worried about something or feel afraid of the unknown, for example, talking to my friends always makes me feel better and helps me have a better perspective of what's going on. Um, I really do believe, and it's the truth, like compassion is very 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 important and it kills the crippling side of fear and all the other strong emotions we have arrived to the end of this episode just to summarize this episode was about the fear of the unknown which is an emotion that i've dealt with and i'll probably still deal with Um, and let me tell you, I hope so, because we should be proud to feel this fear. It's a big sign that we're making things happen, that we're daring and moving forward. It's just that when this fear is not felt and processed in the right way, it can block us from moving forward. So we might as well want to take time to feel it, process it and be self-compassionate. We want to focus on the next right thing to do and on the things that we can really influence and do something about for energy grows where our focus goes. We want to take care of our environment and make sure that it's healthy and supportive and reflect on our past successes and things that went right in our lives. One other important thing is that we want to believe in ourselves and keep working as though everything we want to achieve is already there waiting for us. This is the right thing to do. This is it for this episode. Um, thank you for listening to Authentic You Are because authentic you are. You are authentic. I'd like to apologize for not being able to post that much episodes. This is something that I love doing and I prefer to take it easy and do it right and learn on the way. To remind you, this podcast will still contain solo episodes where I share content that inspired me and elaborate on topics relating to growth, self-improvement, and well-being, as I said before. It will also contain interviews with professionals, teachers, experts, or simply people who flourished in a certain area to share with us their stories and discuss topics related to their specialties. You can find more about Authentic You Are on Instagram, where I share content that I find insightful, like quotes and videos and more. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I hope that it was insightful to you. I hope that you got to relate to some things I said. I would really appreciate it if you could rate and review this podcast or tell me what you think about it or about the parts that you related to the most. I am always active on Instagram and I would be glad, more than just glad, to receive your feedback. This is Aya and thank you.